You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's message is an audio conversation entitled, Justified by Faith and the Fruit of the Spirit. This is part two of four. What was this talking about, if I may interrupt? Chapter 14 of Romans, one, no, verse 2. One man's faith permits him to believe he may eat anything, but a weaker one limits his eating to vegetables. That when it was uh, forbidden to eat meat, something like that, it was just uh, faith was uh, a weaker faith, I guess, or something. It was justified well, by faith. But is that the same with, with the works or something? Or? Well, that was more for weaker Christians, where a Christian might have been a... Might have been a a Jew and has been taught his whole life not to eat meat. And then he sees another Christian, maybe a Gentile who doesn't know anything about that, and he eats meat. But for the, for like if I think it's wrong to eat meat, then I shouldn't eat it because it's going to weaken my faith. And if, But it's not right for me to say, you're wrong when it's not a, a biblical thing. But it's, and as we grow closer to God, we're going to realize, as we learn more of the scriptures, what what is important to God. That a lot of our little rules don't matter like if somebody says this is how what color this your clothes have to be or this is how many times you have to go to church when we grow closer to god we're going to realize that he cares more about the heart the outward things don't get us to heaven but the inward things do and so if your the brim of your hat is an inch too wide and god changed your heart that's oh, yeah that's, what uh, that's not very important. <laughs> right. Way back in the beginning, we saw from the beginning with Adam and Eve, one sin, God it was enough to keep them out. With Cain and Abel, the Bible says, The Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and his offering he had not respect. God didn't justify Abel because he had a good offering. He just he accepted the offering because he accepted Abel first. Amen. And so it, we can't bring our good works to God as sinners as people continuing in sin and saying, God, accept me. Look, I did a good thing. Because Cain brought the same offering. Cain brought offerings too. But God said, if you do well, will you not be accepted? He rejected Cain's offering because Cain wasn't right with God. So if we take our, if we stand before God, we can't take our offerings of good works and say, will you accept me? He has to accept us first. And then he'll accept the works because we have been justified by faith. So who are some people, if you had to think of holy people and good people and people that deserve to go to heaven, who? what, what are some of the names of the people that you would think of? Well, Job. Okay. Job or Joe? Job. Yeah, Job oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, Joe. <laughs> So I was thinking of Job from the Bible. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people the world thinks that would be people like Mother Teresa or Gandhi or 
are nice people that have good actions, good outward actions, and are kind. But yeah, take someone like Joe Kime that has had his heart changed by God and is justified by faith. God sees differently than we see. Anyone have anything else to add about justification by faith or works? I uh, I'm just thinking of Romans uh, chapter seven. Uh, I guess most of us probably know what that chapter is about, where Paul says, the things that I would like to do, I don't do, and the things I don't do that I know I should do, I, or the things I, I should do, I don't, and the things I shouldn't do, I do. Kind of a tongue twister all the way down through there. But I, I would just like to read that, and I'm, I'm going there right now, but that, that's in Romans chapter 7. Verse and uh, yeah, he's verse seven. Did somebody say seventeen? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, for that which I do, I allow not. For what I would that I do not, but what I hate that I do. I, I'm, I'm there often, and you know, it's easy to carry guilt because of that. But the more we see of ourselves as coming short of the glory of God, the more we see of ourselves as as impossible to get to God, the bigger God becomes and the and the and the more uh wonderful the grace of God is and the more I know the grace of God, the more I want to bow before God and worship him because I realize that there is absolutely nothing I can do on my own to take care of my sin problem. And I think that's what what Paul was saying, too, there in Romans. And he says in verse 24, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of this death? And then he gives the answer in the very last verse. He says, I thank God through Christ Jesus our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. He realized at that moment that Jesus is the, his only hope. There is no religion. There is no leader. There's no denomination. There's no culture that will make us right with God. We can offer God nothing. It is by God's grace, and I have to rest in that by faith. And that, that goes right over into Romans chapter Eight, where it says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after, yes, amen. I tell you, this justification by faith, it, it's not, it, it seems way too simple. It, it really does. And most people will end up dying and spending all eternity in the lake of fire simply because they said there's got to be more to it. And it, And for those of us, who have had our eyes open and received it as by faith alone, grace alone, Christ alone, we understand that um, that it is God alone that we stand justified. All right, and that's why Paul got so irritated at people when they tried to add works to it. Some verses from Galatians 3. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you, that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you? This only would I learn of you. Received you the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? 
Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? He that ministereth to you by the Spirit, and works miracles among you, doeth he it by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he said, you're saved, you were saved by faith, why would you want to go back? He talks about it later on in Galatians. Why would you want to return and be in bondage again? You're saved by faith. Even the works you do, he says, are by faith. So why would we want to be saved by faith, be justified by faith, and then say, thanks, that's enough, now let me do the rest of it myself. We need to grow in faith and continue and work, do all the works by faith, the faith that God gives us. So like Paul... Yeah, no. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I would never want to give anybody the the idea that I do not believe in works. I do believe in works. I believe in works just as much as I do faith in Christ. But I believe those who are truly have been converted and are born again, those those people will have works. And the the men and women around us will look at that person and say, truly, that man or that woman has been born into God's family because look, Look at the fruit that comes from them. Right, like the, we the, can't, the, parable, the parable of the Good Samaritan that Jesus told. It wasn't the religious people who were justified by their works. It was the guy who stopped and helped the guy, helped, helped the man who was hurt. And he helped him. He did the good works because he had faith, just like we should. Amen. Yeah, we, we should care about others. Throughout history, it's been the Christians who have been there helping the poor and helping feed the hungry and helping do all these good things because we should have compassion. If we love God with all our hearts, yeah, strength, Christ and compassion, and others, yes. Yeah, if we love others as ourselves, we're going to help others. Anything, anybody have anyone, anything else to add about that? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Showed that he had faith because he obeyed God. And just like right. James said, if, if we say we have faith and we don't do the works, we're probably, we probably don't have the faith. Paul and Romans, we can conclude then. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. We stand before God. We're not getting into heaven because of what we do. We're getting into heaven in spite of what we did, but because of what Jesus did. Amen. Yeah, we believe in works, the works of Christ. <laughs> yeah, because that, that would be arrogant and proud to think, yeah, Jesus died for me, but I'm going to do my part. I didn't need him really. Mm -hmm. I hear that so much. So speaking of how a Christian should be then, no one has anything else to add about justification. We can move on to the fruit of the Spirit. They can't hear I don't think they can. I push <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if that works all the time or not, but... Yes, star six is supposed to mute yourself, so if there's background noise, everybody else doesn't hear it. But doesn't work, I guess. The last article on the back page of the Amish Voice, the last issue, was about the fruit of the Spirit. And that talks about how a Christian should be. It's a fruit of the Spirit, so the unsaved aren't going to have it. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And that should be the characteristics of every Christian. As we abide in Jesus and walk in the Spirit, those should be 
things that people see in us that are growing, that are on the inside, but it shows forth coming from the outside. So what did you, did you read the article, and what were your thoughts about that article? Fruit of the Spirit is one fruit. You don't go out to an apple tree and try to fix one branch at a time. But either the tree is good and it has fruit, or it's not good and it doesn't have fruit. Contrasted to the works of the flesh. We're either growing in sin or growing in righteousness. And it's produced by the Holy Spirit as we abide in Him. Fruit list, the article says, is a reflection of God's character. It flows through men and women who have been born again and are truly walking in the Holy Spirit. So what does that mean, to be born again and walk in the Holy Spirit? I look, ar- I look around, Paul, and I know some people in my life that I truly believe have that have, show the fruit of the Spirit. They're gentle and kind, loving, and they're not perfect, but but these are these are things that flow from their um, their their lives. It is, though. It's contrasted to the works of the flesh. Starting in verse 19, it talks about the works of the flesh and how those are bad things. They come from bad trees. The works of the flesh. And that's, like Joe is saying, it could be why a lot of younger people are all enthusiastic and zealous. And as they get older, they become more gentle and patient and kind and loving because they're learning more to abide in, in Jesus and walk in the Spirit. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.